you are now locked in and listening to The Issue. This guy is a franchise quarterback, and no, I don't want to hear any pushback on that. It, it feels like a top 10 roster to me. It feels like it can win a championship. This is The Issue. Yo, what's up? We are back. It is The Issue. It is Friday, June 24th, uh, and we have a special edition of The Issue here. Not the regular show. Uh, not going to start with hits and misses. Uh, not going to get into a Tim's rant. Um, it, it is, as the title says, the top 25 quarterbacks of the last 50 years. So, Last half century. So if the player's career yes. ended within the last within the last 50 years, that's what we did. We said if it ended within the last 50 years, then they're eligible for this list. Yes. We're going to release, I think, like, what, five at a time? Like, so today we have 25. We have 25 through 21. Yep. 25, 24, 23, 22, and 21. Five quarterbacks. Um, and eventually this will end up being integrated into our episode. But yes. we figured to start it out, we might as well go – we might as well do a little solo to preview it, you know what right, I mean? Like just a special edition. A little special edition. Plus, not a whole lot going on in sports right now. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we... I think we would be wasting your time to give you a full, what, you know, hour, hour and a half long episode right. like normally. You'd bet an hour. I think it'd be a waste of your time, waste of our time, right? I could, if you want, I can sit here and talk. I, do, we, do you want me to break down the Mets lineup? I mean, if you do, <laughs> like, we can go for it. I'll tell you why they're good. You know, I'll tell you why the Yankees are doing well. I mean, if that's what you want, but at the end of the day... I don't think that's what I want to do. I don't think that's what you want to hear. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, the stride of, you know, the hour and a half, two hour long episodes every now and then is definitely NFL season, like MLB postseason, the big times. It's not a peak uh, time of the year. So this is a perfect time, kind of right leading up to football season, right? We start our divisional predictions in, gosh, I mean, I think a, a four week? or five no, weeks. No, no, a week. It's coming up now? I mean, it's, I it's, June, two it's weeks. June 24th, so... I mean, we're I think we start first week in July. So I think it's two weeks. Yeah, wow. uh, something like that. So we're getting ready, gearing up for the NFL season. There's no better time for us to put out this list. So let's go with the first five quarterbacks, 25 through 21 on our list of the top 25 quarterbacks in the last 50 years. All right, here we go. Let's start with 25. Let's go Bob Greasy. So it, we'll go through his accolade, right? Two-time Super Bowl champ, eight-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. Here's what really stands out for me as to why he should be on this list. He kind of guided that that Dolphins dynasty, right? Larry Zonka, the running back, um, the, kind of was the leader of that. But Bob Greasy, you know, steered the ship, yeah. right? And we say all the time, tractor versus trailer, right? I think if you are a successful trailer and you don't lose games for your team, right? You can, you're a good leader. You guide them down the right path. You don't make too many mistakes, right? We, we, I rip on Baker all the time for not being super talented, but all he would have to do is not turn the ball over and not say stupid things at the podium. And if that team could continue to win, if you look up and Baker had two Super Bowls over the, over the next 10 years, if he stayed with the Browns, right, if he made the right decisions, would he not be at least a top 30 to 35 quarterback of all time? I'd argue he would be. Right. right? His stats would be somewhere pass rating above 90, you know, you know, about a two to two and a half to one uh, touchdown interception But he doesn't ratio. do the extra things right. He doesn't do the leadership things right. right. I think that's what Bob Greasy did, right? He might have been a little bit limited physically. They didn't throw the ball a whole lot. What he did do was really, really nice play action off of Larry Zonka, though, who was a star running back, which at the time, star running back meant 
what a star quarterback means now. Right. Right. And so the values of positions were a little bit shifted. Right. And so now all he has to do, or what Bob Greasy had to do was make good throws on play action, say the right thing at the podium, be a good leader. He did all those things. It resulted in two Super Bowl championships, eight-time Pro Bowlers. So he had some talent. He could sling a little bit, two-time All-Pro. I would say he's not really higher because he didn't lead them really. You know what I mean? Like I said, he was a trailer, not a tractor, right? It was significantly worse in the playoffs, right? I mean, you could take 10 to 15% off all of his statistics in the playoffs. So I think 25 feels about right yeah, for me here. I like that. All right, number 24, let's go with Phil Simms. Um, so you guys might know more as like a TV personality, but he was a really, really solid quarterback, one-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Pro Bowl, or a Super Bowl MVP. Now here's what here's what we get into what we weigh more. Is it regular season success? Is it accolades? Is it playoffs, right? I think above all, if you can show out on the biggest stage, I think that will elevate you in this list more than almost anything. Um, now, obviously, you'll get the stat guys who are, you know, top 10 in everything in stats. They will obviously be higher than some guys. I think Phil Simms had one really, really good playoff run. So let's get into that. So in that Super Bowl that he won, where he won the Super Bowl MVP, he went, set records, by the way, he went 22 of 25, 268 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, and 151 pass rating. Yeah, that makes the list. <laughs> I mean, if you do that in a Super Bowl, I'm sorry, like, that you are good enough to be a top 25 quarterback of the last 50 years. And let's not act like he was a scrub the entire time. Like I said, two-time Pro Bowler. He kind of reminds me of um, like a Matt Ryan, right? Might, might not yeah. blow you away on the stat sheet, but was always consistently a top 8 to 10 to 12 quarterback in well, the league. I mean, in his prime, of course, right? I mean, Matt Ryan in his prime was always a top 10 quarterback. Absolutely. Right, and I think, I think that's where Phil Simms kind of lay, uh, you know, ended up. But here's like, the thing that sets him apart. That performance. That one singular performance dominating. Exactly. I was going to say, that has to be one of the best Super Bowl performances of all time. Am I, am I at mistaken? The, at the time it was, I would have to go back. It probably still holds up off the top of my head. It's what, who has a better be one? Five. Or top three, minimum, I would say. Bare minimum top three. I think it's probably still the best. Pass rating-wise, I think he still has the record for the highest pass for the Super Bowl at 151. Or I think it's 150.9. Okay. Well, I do like that comparison, though, between him and um, and Kirk Cousins. It's kind of that modern compare, Or not Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan. Well, I don't it? think it's crazy, but if, if Kirk Cousins got the Super Bowl and yeah. balled out. Uh, right? If uh, Matt Ryan would have balled Ryan. out in that Super Bowl, the only thing you would have over him is an MVP. But I, I, I think it, you know, I think, I think Phil Simms. I agree. Oh, that Super Bowl was was absolutely huge. Okay, let's go with Philip Rivers next. Twenty three on this list. Philip Rivers, eight time Pro Bowler, one time Comeback Player of the Year. Here's a performance that stands out to me. Playoff run, tears his ACL in the in the divisional game, tears his ACL. We're talking about his anterior cruciate ligament. You do not come back from that. I mean, eight eight to ten to twelve month recovery. Goes to Foxborough. Now, granted, he loses, but puts on one of the gutsiest performances of all time. Could barely plant on his back leg when he was throwing. One of the gutsiest performances of all time. And, and I mean, at the end of the day, 65% completion percentage. He's 6th all-time in yards. He's 6th all-time in touchdowns. He's got a pass rating of 96. And, oh, there were some uh, competitive games between him and, 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 and the Big Steelers. And, and the Big Ben and the Drew Brees, the, the whole kind of trio of quarterbacks there. Even, I even mean, Brady, Manning, right? Brady they they Manning were kind of all... All around the same time. They, uh, I, I mean, I remember when the Steelers were playing that 2009 Super Bowl run. 
in the AFC Championship game. It was at Heinz Field, and the Chargers came here, and it was Philip Rivers, really? and it was a freezing cool, like icicles two, three feet long, hanging from the rotunda at Heinz Field. It was freezing cold, and it was one of the best quarterback matchups between uh, Big was Ben the, and Philip Rivers. Was that the championship game, or was that it, divisional game? That was the AFC Championship game. I think you're right. Yeah. Either way, I know they met in the playoffs, and it was epic. I don't know what year of the championship game. If you say so, I believe you. Um, and like I said, eight-time Pro Bowler, he was also in that category where it's like, was he ever the best quarterback in the league? No. Was he the prettiest star? No. But at the end of the day, you would look up every year, and he would be top seven or eight in the league yeah. at any given time. And I think at the end of the day, there's two ways to get on this list or generally get in the Hall of Fame, get noticed as a great quarterback. There's you the people that their flame burns really, really hot, right? Phil Simms, right? His prime was two, three years maybe, but he lit the world on fire for those two, three years, right? A guy like, um, oh, I think the pitcher was, uh, I want to say it was Sandy Koufax. I could be so wrong. It was one of those Braves. I forget which one. Or maybe it was Greg Maddox. I think it was Greg Maddox. Okay. His prime was like six years, but he was unhittable. It was either Koufax or Maddox. I forget which one. Unhittable for those six years. Outside of that, didn't do a whole Barry Sanders, the running back, had yeah, eight or nine fantastic years and then hung it up. Fizzled out. Yeah. Right? So really, really hot. Run. Or you have more of the stat accumulation style, right? Like I think Phillip Rivers falls under that category. Was so good for so long, maybe not so good, but above average for so long that you look up and you're like, oh my God, Philip Rivers is sixth in yards and sixth in touchdowns. Well, yeah, because over that long amount of time, you're just collecting stats. I think, I think even Drew Brees, granted, his prime was also really, really good. That's why he's going to end up a lot higher on this list. But I think yeah. also for him, outside of the one Super Bowl, he didn't have really too many defining moments outside of the fact that the dude just threw for a lot of yards, was really, really efficient and super accurate. Yeah. Like, I mean, for a long time. And. When you can do that, and the stat accumulation, and just like the big breakouts, they're equally as impressive. I would say, I don't know, equally. They're both it's, impressive, it's but I would say. say the breakouts are are crazy. Man. When right. When you see a player that can go on a run like that, and that's why the players that go on those runs but can sustain it are higher up on this list. And you'll get you know more and more as the weeks go by. I agree. Like you look at a guy, you know, like a Mahomes, who obviously is not. I would argue he might not be into his prime yet, probably just entering it, right? Oh. His flame has burned so hot already yeah. that, like, that pop, he will be on this list. Like, it, it's, he, he has popped so well already. Yep. I don't know. But, um, okay, so 23, Philip Rivers, we will get into, uh, let's get into 22. At 22, let's go Warren Moon. Um, now, I will say, kind of similar to Philip Rivers, but I will, what sets him apart for me, he's got one more Pro Bowl. The longevity was there. I think it was like 17 seasons, which was insane. Maybe even more. Yeah, it's a run. <laughs> um, Walter Payton, man of the year, which is it on field? No, but do I think it matters? Yes. I like my quarterbacks, you know. I know Coward always says he likes his quarterbacks to be quarterback like He likes his presidents to be presidential or whatever. I, yeah. He's got a big thing on it. Um, and I, I kind of get where he's coming from, right? Look at all the ones that haven't been. Jameis, Baker. Manziel, etc. I was going to say, we talk about it on the show all the time. Uh, Saying the right thing at the podium matters. Being the right emblem on the on the face of the car, so to speak. Right. I mean, that's what the quarterback is. They are the emblem that is thrown on there and recognized along with everybody else on that team. That's why I've said I'd pay. Well, like when Dak was having his contract thing, I said I'd pay Dak. I don't think I'd pay him 
what they did. You know what I mean? I'd pay Dak 32. Yeah. I'd pay him in the top 10 in quarterbacks. Would I pay him top three? No. And now we see their issue that they are paying him top three. But anyway, back to this. Warren Moon, nine-time Pro Bowler. Like I said, Walter Payton Man of the Year. Offensive Player of the Year. I think that's a big one that sets him apart. He's 16th in touchdowns all time. 13th in yards. He's got a, a rating of about 81 for his career. So, and also for Warren Moon, I think he was almost too soon. He came into the league like too soon because uh, he was a big, mobile, strong, could run around, could make off-script plays. The only issue was at that time, they, teams weren't necessarily looking for that, right? Right. It was a, a very it was much new, the power special. Eye. Yeah. Run it. Run the ball. Run the ball. Um, pocket passer. Don't turn it over. And he was more of a gunslinger. Let's get out of the pocket type of quarterback. Yeah. They, uh, they had a couple bootlegs every now and then. You'd see like a little tight end, like absolutely. But other than that, you don't see like the get out of the pocket, scramble around, and use your size, use your athleticism as the quarterback. I mean, I think it, if you put Warren Moon in today, he'd be because his attributes MVP? are very similar to the attributes of a Josh Allen. I'm not saying they're equal or they're on par, but they're up there. They have the same attributes. Yeah. So if you big, have that strong. now in today's league, you're pretty much set. Right. Big, strong, mobile, big arm, likes to move. Absolutely. Off script plays. I love it. Um, so I think that's kind of why I favor him a little bit because I think talent wise, I think the eye test has to come in at some point here. Yeah. And so if him and Rivers are kind of neck and neck with accolades, right? Pro Bowls are pretty close. And, you know, Rivers has a comeback player of the year, I guess, kind of cancels out with the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Moon adds an offensive player of the year. Stats are, you know, give or take a couple thousand yards, whatever. Um, but I think he was a little bit more physically gifted. The longevity was also impressive, so we'll go with Moon at 22. I like that. Number 21, let's go with Dan Fouts. Now, looking at this, I go back and forth who's the real better Chargers quarterback. You could argue me into Rivers. I think them being two slots apart, I mean, give me a break. We're splitting hairs at this point, right? So I think Fouts, six-time Pro Bowler, to Rivers, eight. But I think, he again, he adds an offensive player of the year. And I think at one point in time, Dan Fouts was more, well, I know for a fact, obviously I wasn't there to see it, but, you know, you read articles, you see, you know, tape and all that. Um, I think at one point in time, he was a higher caliber quarterback if that makes sense and that might have been rivers bad luck being in the league at the same time as brady manning breeze other man he was over big shine a little bit over, i think dan Fowles was almost always a top three to five quarterback right i yeah. think he was at his top of the at the top of the game more often and for a little bit longer um 18th in yards all time 22nd in touchdowns of all time a rating of about 80 um kind of honestly similar to moon you could argue me into moon over him but I think uh, Fouts a little bit more iconic um, than Moon was. Again, we're splitting hairs at this point between one or two slots. Now, if you were, like, greasy above Fouts or something like that, I, I would push back. Yeah, a little bit. Um, now, I wish Fouts did get a Super Bowl, but I will say he made a lot of deep runs into the playoffs, and he also kind of made Kellen, Kellen Winslow, who was one of the best tight ends of all time, revolutionized the position, kind of made him who he was, put the Chargers on the map, and I think for that he deserved a lot of credit. It will slot him in here at 21 of the um, 21 out of 25 of the top 25 quarterbacks of the last five decades of the last 50 years. Half a century. That is absolutely insane. One of the things I couldn't believe was it was 1972 is the cutoff. It yeah, 1972 is 50 well, years ago. And here's the thing. It's like I, I think the whole 50-year distinction is important, right? Don't want to go back and watch Sid Luckman tape? No. Is Otto Graham better than... Seriously, like, realistically speaking, I mean, Jay Cutler is better than Otto Graham, better than 
But then I, I name your quarterback from the forties. I just that, 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 right. I have it, no interest in that whatsoever. That, that's ridiculous. Comparable. That's not even a I, I, Namath was outside of that. Like Namath was getting close, but uh, you know we didn't include him in this list. Even then, it's like he had more interceptions than he did touchdowns in his career. Right. He won one big game, and you know he was, you know, Broadway Joe. So yeah, I mean, I just have no interest in going back and watching fifties and sixties football. It's it, it's not the same game. It's no. not the same game. I think seventies getting closer. Eighties, yeah, nineties were were pretty much were there almost, and then two thousands. Obviously, we're here. You know, we're oh. we're chilling. Two thousand tens, obviously. Yeah, that's all more relative and comparable than. I don't know. A football game from the forties back when no you know, interest. You yeah. can barely see the uniforms. You got the helmets that are leather. Don't have face masks. That's not the same game. No. Um, but guys, thank you for watching this was, or listening. Uh, this special was edition, the first of the uh, first of the you know the whole, countdown. Yeah, the whole sequence of videos and segments that we will have of this in our other episodes um you know five a week is what we're going to be doing so you know stick around for five weeks and you will have the entire top 25 so next week we'll have 20 19 18 17 and 16 yes and follow along on tiktok because we will be posting every week along with our episodes of you know our shortened list of the top five we can't get the whole episode but we'll get you like a nice little minute clip so yeah, if you, I don't if think we'll easier. be able to fit like 20 minutes i don't think that'll work yeah i don't think uh tiktok will take that so uh go check that out we will have the shortened version there send it to a friend like subscribe guys keep coming back because this is the issue